Hello! Welcome to Not Dead, your survivalist guide to the modern world. Uh, this week we're doing an impromptu episode on van life, um, which is just, I think this is just a hot take on van life because we started talking about how do you shower? <laughs> <laughs> now, don't get me wrong, don't get me wrong. I love the romanticized van life. I am so jealous of people that use medium-sized clothing because they fit in a van. And this, see, this is one of the drawbacks of being tall. I, I don't mm. need a van. I need a freaking bus. Again, uh, one of the downsides of being slightly above average height is you don't really fit in all the nooks and crannies that are available to normal people. We, we also need to specify like continents of van life in this. Because yeah, I, I'm a big advocate for van life Instagram. Yep. So I, I love looking at them, but it's like you've got the European van life, which yeah. there's not too much of. Like there's some, but there's not too much of that. But European van life, it's smaller roads. They're more windy. And so what you're looking at is more like day trips or something like that. And so if you do get... Com All right, so it, actually categories of van life, you've got uh, old people. Oh, people isn't that caravan? No, no, no. Isn't that caravaning? Caravaning is different. Okay, I'm, I'm putting them in here. I'm putting them. I'm just like gonna wedge them in there. Retiree people. Yeah. Because okay. you, do, I did see like this amazing Australian lady who sold her house just so that she could have a van, and it is yeah. amazing. But um, so you got those. I mean, when you downgrade so ginormously from a house with all the luxuries that a house entails okay all right wait. We're, we're going to talk about the trade-off the trade-off okay, okay okay there is also a disparity in sort of like poor van life to rich van life okay so let's let's continue on with your category so you got like you got old oldies then mm -hmm. you got like old. retirees the... senior citizens let's be let's be respectful well actually we could say retirees because you could be a young retiree oh that's true yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay, so you got you got that category. Then you've got the Instagram van life. Yeah. Which is just like I rent a van for like half an hour to do a photo shoot or whatever. And mm -hmm. then you've got the actual like expensive van lives. Then you've got the poor van lives. Yep. And then you've got the fucking hippies. And like they're way down here on like my opinion scale. Okay. It's it's just let's just uh, let's just inform our listeners that this is not a visual medium. So Sam's been holding his hands. <laughs> yeah, just to, and just to show the scale of. So just imagine Sam putting up one of his hands and then putting the other hand a little bit lower than the other one. And when he spoke about hippies, the first hand just kind of dropped. It just hit the, the floor. Just hit the floor. Um, but as well, you've got like so say European van life where you've got like actual converted like commercial vans and then you've got american van life where you get the schoolies which Ooh, i think is what cool. you want yeah like yeah. the big ass school um yellow school buses see it's it's it could be it could be that it, i'm just against the gas guzzling nature of the of the engines in those things um, yeah but like uh um is it a ford or uh is it a benz sprinter like you know those uh, those not a not a lorry, but those delivery vans. Like okay. the UPS vans and that thing. 
those those are kind of like the, like the the vans that ride around from Amazon dropping stuff off. What are those things you get from uh, Zipcar? I think yeah, Ben Sprinter is like. Yeah. I don't know if you could stand up in the back of it. I could. Uh, okay, depends depends on the model because they have a high model. But the thing is, I don't really like to live quote unquote live in a van. I don't really need to stand up in it. I'm mainly focusing on I just need somewhere to sleep. Okay, so I've been I've been looking at this and like I think if I was to live in a van. Mm -hmm. I'd want to I'd want to be able to stand up inside that van understandable yeah because just thinking about like because if you're just looking at somewhere that you can sleep you could just get a saloon car like just uh one of those cars that's got like a long back oh so yeah, yeah, yeah yeah you just yeah. take out the back Station seats wagon for for the American listeners yeah or a Station hearse wagon. that would be really cool convert a hearse <laughs> but yeah like, um, but then where, yeah. where am I going to put the kitchen or like ah, okay, things. so th this is what you could do, and a hearse is like perfect for this because a hearse already has like uh, built-in stabilizers and stuff like that because yeah. it literally takes a body. So you'd convert like the bit where the where the body goes, where the casket goes. You'd convert that into your bedroom, so you literally right. just crawl in, and then mm -hmm. underneath because that's like raised a bit. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, you have like you know when you get like those super long drawers in a kitchen where yeah. you can like pull them out for miles you just yeah. do that so you you drag out your kitchen and it would all be like yeah. built into like drawers okay okay um, so you could do that well but sam what what mm. am i gonna do when it's raining and i want that's to exactly out. my point for wanting to stand inside your van yeah yeah like, no, when I, it I, rains I, I, and when it's cold like i don't yeah. want to be cooking outside no neither do i but that's the thing. I don't need to be quote unquote standing, but I could be sitting on a little stool or or the or the edge of my bed and cook mm. something. My my see, and this is and here's I'm not disparaging over the van life. I absolutely love it. But I do hate when the smell of my cooking goes into my bed sheets. Okay. When I yeah. when I live that small, that's that's what I that's what I dislike. I think you just I've, need I've, to I've, get you just need to stop cooking that stinky fish, man. That's all it is. You need to, you need to get like better smelling. You need to like start experimenting more with curries. Like get some nice spices in your bed sheets. Okay, nice spices in my bed sheets. Okay, okay. like paprika. Yeah. Like who doesn't love a good paprika pillow? You process it all. <laughs> I mean, I'm, 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 I'm processing it. I'm thinking about it. You know, but. <laughs> problem is because i'm always hungry like if i have then if i have food when i'm going to bed it will just make me more hungry and i get a bit packish and you know that's true that's it okay so food's another thing with van life that i've been looking at and it's like oh this is going to stop me because i i and uh, my partner and i we romanticize it we think oh we could go live in a van and then i just think about how often i go to the local shops yeah like this week, like how often have I been like, oh, I just, I just fancy a snack. I got a, I got a fridge full of food. I yeah. got so much food. I got, I got my food. I got everything. But then I'm still like, oh, I could get a pizza. I could get this. Yeah. I could. And like, if you're in a van, and you only have like so much space, and like you're driving around, you could be in the middle of nowhere and just like, I can't get a pizza. Maybe I'll get an acorn. Maybe, I'll yeah. get, maybe I'll hunt a squirrel. Why would you kill animals, Sam? That's horrible. But 
<laughs> coming coming back to your point, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of boiling and a lot of frying in a van life. I would imagine there's not a lot of baking. Yeah, I ovens would take up a lot of energy. Yeah, and a lot yeah, of real, real estate, estate and energy. Yeah, yeah. So All you're right, looking so... at like a hot plate, really. Yeah, that's like no, no. cooking you done. You, you mentioned something that, you know, I, I can get on board with is the, like, the refrigeration aspect of it. Because mm. can you really install a fridge? Yeah. Okay. I, I, I'm, I'm asking because, you know, I'm not entirely sure. Like, is it, is it a fridge or is it a cool box? No, so you can install a fridge. And because obviously there's like two, so old school vans, like uh, the type that like grandparents would have had. Um, yeah, the VW Beetle. You used to have, uh, rather than it, so it's like old old school fridges you'd have actually had uh, a gas cylinder yeah and you would have heated some you would have heated like an element behind the fridge which would have then drawn the heat out of the fridge which made it cool um but like most you can get like um mini fridges now which are very low energy and so if you get a van now that's what they have so they've got a very low wattage on what but yeah. they are very small as well mm-hmm. see my my issue with that is the reason why i i, I differentiate between a cool box and a fridge mm. is every single time that i've stayed in a hotel every single time in the last 30 plus years yeah the things inside the refrigerator are barely chilled okay all right it's like yeah you're worried about spoiled milk i'm worried about spoiled milk or just things not getting the proper preserved environment that they need so your food is going to be going off rather quickly so i think that's the the thing with van life as well like you you can have if you're having like fresh vegetables uh, fresh Mm -hmm. veggies or fresh food or whatever you are looking at shopping local so you 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 gather you collect on you're not like you can't bulk like no if i did the shop that i did yesterday in a van i would have filled the van i'd be sleeping on tins okay yeah yeah so it's like i you can't you can't and like that is that's another thing with van life as well so you need to consider like your energy consumption Mm -hmm. so we already mentioned like fridge energy so you got your battery for what's inside your van yeah. So that's like your fridge or uh, I don't know, like it, whatever appliances you want. And like, mm-hmm. just think about what you would be cutting down living in this yeah. van. But then you're yeah. also looking at the fuel. So you mentioned like gas guzzlers. So yeah. whatever it's like you're consuming. But if you you could like buy a bunch of tins and be like, oh, I got tomato, like chopped tomatoes for days. Yeah. You've then added so much weight to your van so if yeah. you drive it, that's going to add to your consumption. It's like, oh Absolutely. my, this is like, people who do this, it's like, how do you, how do you like factor all this? In? This is just your day-to-day life. Yeah. Like, how are you doing your life? And I mean, a pro, that? A, pro, um, a pro look at having a slightly longer van, mm-hmm. right? You can fit more batteries and build over them. All right, yeah. So that that's if you're that's like your you leisure batteries. Bus, yeah, like if you if you're running the school bus thing, then you could have bigger batteries 
like underneath the seats or something. That, yeah. that's, a, that's a possibility because you have a little bit more space. But then the downside is with, as I, as I mentioned, I'm just thinking of fuel cost and what you're doing to the environment. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, what you can, like, looking at like the electric cars, one yeah. of the things that is really interesting with electric cars is where they've started putting the batteries because they don't put it at the front because no, that's not that's not necessarily involved. the um, most energy efficient site in terms of like the weighting of the car. So yeah, mm -hmm. it's normally in the middle. So you could actually make your car more energy efficient in terms of its weight by where you distribute the weight in the vehicle. Exactly. Um, so that's like a factor, but then, yeah, it's as well, like if you have, um, so in terms of like your leisure battery or like your, your sort of day-to-day -day battery of doing things, you can have solar panels and you can have other things, but then it's like, if you, if you're out in the middle of nowhere and you're stuck in like five days of cloudy weather, you've yep. then, uh, most, um, most off grid setups are planned for three days of no charge. Okay. Um, because if you store any more than that, you're exponentially like increasing how many batteries you have. Um, exactly. And so if you could get to like five days and you're like, okay, so um, that's, that's everything gone. <laughs> but I mean, isn't van life the thing you'll go and you'll camp somewhere for maybe a day or two, and then you drive and charge the batteries to your next location. Isn't that kind of the thing? I mean, I suppose it, like that, that's once again, like these different types of van life. Like, yeah. What does it mean? Um, plus as well, like uh, what were we saying about the different costs involved, like, Mm -hmm. I feel like van life is incredibly bougie. Okay. Like actual oh. people who actually psych. So you've got like, as I was saying, like the Instagram people and like the people who spend more on their vans. Like yeah. I feel like that's super bougie because like they're the people who. When you got... say when you say bougie, what what are like what what's the word? Like is it bourgeois? Is it what what? Yeah, like it's sort of it's kind of it's for like posh kids like it's, uh, it's right, sort of like right, my right. it's like it's for people who've got capital to spend on this so like they come yeah. from they already they don't need to be doing this like there's some sort of privilege so this is kind of yeah they have they have a safety that they have yeah. they are from affluent background like when you watch the videos on youtube or something of them doing up their vans it's like oh and we got like this beautiful timber and we got this and like this is the thing and it's like and i'm just watching it i'm like i'm adding it up in my head like, yeah you just sunk like 50k into like wood or so, like yeah. or like yeah. into like materials just in this video alone and that's not including the electric the wiring that you just put in that's not including mm -hmm. your fuel that and like wait yeah. a minute like yeah, 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 yeah all yeah. of the like fair enough you're doing a lot of this yourself so it's cheaper because you're actually making it yourself but well, if the materials are costing you ridiculous amounts of money, then, yeah. I mean, I, I, get, I get what you're saying. But coming back to the, um, the actualities that everyone, because when you, when you said uh, it's very bourgeois, I started thinking bohemian. Mm. Um, and that's why, I, that's why I was just wondering on the clarification. But I started thinking about like, the realities that all of these people face. Like, for example, they have to, you have to shop locally. You can't store food a lot. Mm -hmm. Sam, where am I washing my clothes? Where do I get a shower? Right? 
Okay. We are coming to the core of the matter here. This is where this conversation started before we started recording. I mean, I, I look, I'm a guy, as you know, and I can, I can do guy things. I don't need to have um, a fresh pair of trousers every day. I can wear the same jeans for three or four days. That's fine. It's a guy thing. And I mean, maybe some girls do that as well. And it's fine. If you're not really dirtying it up, if you're not, you know, doing any extraneous activities and that. Um, underwear is a slightly different issue, but okay. Uh, but like, even so, even if you go for like five days, there's still a small pileup of clothes. I mean, t-shirts need to be changed. Pants need to be changed. Yeah, so it's, it's also like the different, like my routine changes when I go camping. Okay. Yeah. Because I'm because you're camping, so like every day I get out of a tent and I step in the mud, and so yeah. it's like your level of hygiene and cleanliness kind of adapts to the situation you're in, and like right. you're on a level with other people because it's like, hey, you're camping, I'm camping, I'm stepping in mud. Yeah, like we're sort of like on this level, and it's quite physical, so you're used to being like a little bit more sweaty than you normally would because you're doing more physical activity. But if mm -hmm. you were to be like in your van and yeah. you're sort of like in your camping mentality, and yeah. then I don't know, you stop off in Toronto, yeah, and then you just like walk, walk into Starbucks and you're why there, I, like, why am I in Canada? It's van life, baby. You go okay. where right. you yeah. go where the wind okay. flows, okay? Okay, the road is my home. Yep. But like you go off and like, I don't know, uh, Starbucks or like whatever coffee shop and people are like, oh, oh, the van people, van people are turned yeah. up. <sighs> mm, mm. Van life. <laughs> Musty. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, with that, so there's a, so going back to like the bougie, bougie van to non-bougie van. Mm -hmm. bougie van you get a shower in you can fit a shower in these you can fit a toilet okay. in these so like you have like your water tank you have everything like a lot of these like that lady that i was saying about who's uh who retired yeah she's got like full plumbing in her van she has like she has an artist studio in her van like it's all in like it's like a tight space but like yeah. she used the space really well to make like this artist studio that she could so she could continue continue to make work on the road and she can do everything in her day to day life on the road. It's just all yeah. slots. You have to be like super meticulous with like where you put things and you mm -hmm. can't can't be messy at all because that clips into a certain place so that then you can open up this thing. So then when you drive, nothing falls over and it's like. Oh yeah. my god! Like it, it would give me like an aneurysm, like having to having to work that way. Like you can't you can't see the length of mess around me, but I'm a messy person. I just leave papers everywhere. So for like the richer people who've got like the better vans there, shower and everything there, and then they just like get rid of their like waste when they go to like a certain campsite or whatever. They can get rid of it and like replenish. But for those other ones. Those cheaper ones where they can't put the shower in, like maybe it's the her like the hearse person. You're not going to fit a shower in your hearse. Like maybe you, no, uh, no, you might. So all. you might wash in a stream. Again, uh, another very very romanticized view of um, 
of camp life. Uh, I would just love to see these people actually go and bathe in a lake that's yeah five so degrees. I think like in in people's heads, like it's like super beautiful. Like there's like this ethereal music, like light is cascading through the trees. There's a deer in the background, and it's yep. ah, ooh, like very Disney esque. Yeah. Realistically, I imagine that they look a bit like Gollum. Yeah, there's fatty, smelly hair everywhere. You're just like um, cr yeah. crouched on like a rock and just like yep. taking up like scoops of water. Like, ah, it's cold. <laughs> Wash the precious. Wash the precious. Yes. And a lot of raw fish. Ooh. A lot of raw fish. Oh. Oh. oh, yeah, fish poop in there. Fish poop in the stream. They poop in the stream. <laughs> but it's fine. It just adds flavor. Why are well, so why are you why are you bathing in their house? That's true. why you clean yourself in, in fish house. Wait, sorry, we need to go back to the actual point. The actual point in the matter. Okay, yeah. So yeah. you're out there. You are in your van, not a bougie one. It's like typical van, like you got your bed, you got everything, and you're driving around. You don't have a shower. You've got to Toronto. You've been to Starbucks. You have your coffee. Everybody hates you because you smell. You And you know, you know at that point that you need to have a shower. Yeah. Something that I saw online <laughs> was that people would go to, like, and I'm guessing that people have done this, people would go to Tinder to find someone for a hookup so that they can use their shower. And I asked all for the question, is that then prostitution? Because <laughs> I think it is. <laughs> This is, this is probably the longest intro to this question. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, that is totally prostitution. Like, you're totally, like, pimping yourself, like... And there's no money exchange. No, but it's still, like... But, but uh, as well, like, there's a serious question here. Shower before or after? Because one of those is nasty. Both. And I'm not Both. sure which one's worse. Like, but I'm not sure which one's worse. Like, if it's, like, stinky, like two weeks on the road psych ass sweat um sex and then, or if it's like post um two weeks on the road ass sweat sex and then uh, and then a shower like i mean yeah. i suppose it does depend on like the effort that you put into the sex like if you're like really yeah. phoning it in you could be like yeah. oh yeah whatever yep i mean i mean that that's that's one of the aspects i was thinking about it is it could be it could just be very i mean when we're when you're talking about prostitution and we're talking that there's no money exchange but there is a goods exchange or is it just a good exchange because hey, hey but because here's the thing i mean it really depends on how you mesh with that person and how you know because if if you just have as you said if you're just phoning it in no, but still, I, I still not, think like if the whole thing is that you've gone to Tinder to be like, "Hey, I'm gonna find a shower," yeah. like you're you're not you're looking at that person and it's like, "Oh yeah, like they're gonna they're gonna receive the sex. I will provide yeah. the sex for them." But what I'm getting out of it, I'm not like maybe I'll enjoy the sex, but the main thing I'm getting out of it is I'm gonna get to wash my butt, like. 
yeah that at that like it'd be the same thing as me being like a small producer uh, a small farmer and i turn up with some aubergines and i'm like mm-hmm. hey you want some aubergines and i can use your shower at that point we've made a transaction i've given over yeah. a physical object of aubergines to receive a service which is the shower yes like it's the but same word like sorry no but that, 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 that then that's my point i mean it's it all it's all relative to how you mesh with that person if it's if the sex is eh, it's not really a good exchange it's a good exchange in the fact that you just got extended a shower and they just got mediocre you know crispy it, corny pops at the but best. I'm, I'm just saying like if it's like the point of you going to tinder is not like a hook it, it's not just like oh i just fancy a, a hookup in this town yeah it's I'm going to get a hookup plus I will receive this benefit of a uh, of a shower. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like, the, I suppose it's like, I would cast this the same way if like someone, if someone hooked up with someone after a club because they couldn't be bothered to get the bus home. Right, yeah. yeah. Like you're, you're basically prostituting yourself that night so that you can use them as an Airbnb. Yeah, yeah. I get that. I mean, and I mean, it is, and in that sense, I mean, aren't we all prostitutes? Because, Sam, just here's a question, and I need you to be honest. Okay. You don't okay. really love your job, do you? I mean, I'd like, I, I'd, I'd like to meet the person who is like, I totally love my job. Yep. No. No. And that's fair. That's very fair. So, but in that sense, aren't we all prostitutes? Because we go up. And we do the thing to get money to sustain our lives. There's yeah. a monetary exchange for our bodies and what we do to them. Yes, totally. But that, but in that, in that regard, I'm. Yeah. I've got a title. I'm an administrator. You're an electrician. Yeah. If if you were if you were rewiring um, a fuse box with your penis, then you'd be a prostitute. <laughs> I don't like when I'm writing emails. I don't just like, just like flop my dick on my keyboard and like. Why not? <laughs> Why it would be hilarious, Sam? Send me a penis email. I want the penis email. I just write back to someone. Uh, thank you very much for your inquiry. Yep. Um, <laughs> I mean, okay, okay. The problem with that is it's it's gonna be, it's gonna be more inconvenient if you're circumcised. I don't know. Would you? No, because you could I mean, use the foreskin. You could like press the like the, the media bit back and just. No, the foreskin, the foreskin might get in the way. Like I feel like maybe if you're circumcised, it'd be... actually wait. No, I don't want this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want this. I don't want this. <laughs> Why have we strayed so far <laughs> from God? You started this with a penis email. This is you. This is on you. <laughs> I feel so dirty. Uh, go have a shower in your house. Ah, uh, numpty. <laughs> um, but by the way, like, so I, I really feel like I, I haven't bashed hippies enough in this one. Okay. Yep. Go for it. I. So the. I really so there are people who do van life that are 
non they're non-compliant van life so they they're forced okay. into van life so like you do get people who literally live in their cars and literally yeah. how like they bought a van and then they put a mattress in the back of it and they're like okay i live here now because mm-hmm. i i'm forced to be like a, a i have to work on the road i have to like go to like different places like yeah there's those people and then you get like I met a lot of hippies like in my life, like in the dark days. I met a lot of hippies. <laughs> well, actually, they were very colorful days. Like the hippies yeah. are a colorful people. But right. like you got these I mean, people. I, I remember I remember some of your trousers, Sam, and the uh they were colorful. I so... still got them, they're very comfortable. Yeah, no, I can imagine. Just don't put your cell phone in the pocket and expect it to be there when you come home. Oh god, that was so annoying. But <laughs> <laughs> Like the most impractical clothing. Um, yes. But, Put a button on it. <laughs> but the um like at the festivals that like, you get these people who like they've got like they're saying, Oh, I do van life, I do van life. And like they basically they thought they put themselves into like this position of living in a van and put themselves yeah. and, but then not like doing the next bit of like setting it up properly. And so yeah. they're living like these people who are transitionary. And then, but then you've got a lot of these hippies are from like quite well-off families. And yeah. like quite and and then when they're in their van, they're like, oh yeah, like, oh, it's so, it's so difficult. It's so di-. and like, oh, wait, so you are literally you came from like nice house, nice family, nice, nice everything. And then you put yourself into like a position where you can complain. Mm-hmm. Like that is that. That's the, of, <laughs> that's the <laughs> archetype of privilege. Like that is like the definition of privilege. Like forcing yourself into like a position where you can complain about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I I agree. I absolutely agree. Because there's no one. It's like my point. My my take on this is: you're either transient or you're not. Like you're either, you know, you either have that wandering spirit, like Hannah. Look at Hannah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, for for uh, for reference, uh, Hannah is a really good friend of ours, um, and she uh, does markets. She goes and sells wares in markets, and that has afforded her an amazing experiences in life. It may not have afforded her amazing financial security, but it has given her an extremely interesting life. So what are you willing to trade for it? Like, that's the thing. You, you're, you're either transient by nature or you're not. Yeah. You can either do this or you can't. And I mean, I'm, I'm with Hannah in the sense that like, I, don't, I don't need money. Money is not an essential thing for my life. It's a tool. Like I like, I, I I understand quote unquote the value of money in terms of it's better to have it and not use it. And instead of being in a situation where you absolutely have to have it. Yeah, totally. I mean, I think the I think people there are people who love money, but mm-hmm. I think what most people get out of money is it's not it's not the money, it's what the money. Can provides you. for them 
Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. money is security. Money is uh, mm-hmm. a house. Money is food. Money is like yeah. knowing Absolutely. that tomorrow you, if something was to happen, you could resolve it. Yeah, exactly. So then, you know, you look at people like Jeff Bezos. <clears throat> the dragons. Yes, the dragons, the people that hoard and hoard wealth beyond mm. any reasonable. I mean, just imagine if all like there's a there is a baseline. There is there is a baseline for for you as a human being. And I and I and when I say you, I'm referring to me as well because we are in a certain economical class, right? Yeah. So if you would take a fraction of a percent of Bezos's money and give it to Bezos and just put him down in fucking Kent somewhere, Somerset or Margate or whatever, where he could have a house. Mm. He could live comfortably for the rest of his life because let's be fair, Bezos is what, 60 something? Late 50s, late, yeah. late 50s at least, yeah. Okay, so he's getting up there. He's got maybe 30, uh, let's say 45 years to go. Okay. Okay, so yeah. if, if, if you think, dear listener, of whatever you make per year, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Whatever you make, double that for the next, for the next 45 years, and we give that amount to Jeff Bezos so he lives quite comfortably in a house in Margate. You know, he can go to the chippies. He can buy whatever, you know, the, you know whatever life requires him. Mm-hmm. And then we take the rest of his money and we fraction it for – just imagine how many people we could afford that lifestyle just with Jeff Bezos. And we have thousands of billionaires, literally thousands. You know, I'm, whilst you're saying this, I'm just thinking about how proud Craig would be that we could turn any subject into dunking (laughs) on billionaires. (laughs) Don't get me started, but yeah. Okay. So coming back to, let's get back on topic that's you know that here's the socialist uh here's the socialist dream child in me uh let's get back on it so we're there we're stinky we're on tinder or bumble or happen or any kind of social media and we're looking for a shower okay all right and there's and the cost of the shower is sex so for the person potentially depending on who you match with potentially this is a win-win for the person involved I think you're still making a transaction. It's still transactional at this point. But I mean, it totally depends on how you view it. And like, I think you can paint it whatever way you want, but it's still like, like if it, services, yeah. if your goal is I'm, I might have an orgasm and I'll get clean. Like if like the end goal is like the orgasm is optional, but the cleanness is like my main goal here, then it's yeah. like, yeah, you, you've like, You've made a trade. Yeah. Yeah, you 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 definitely have. Um, I think we're probably like just for our casual conversation, that's probably where we can end it. <laughs> probably should have ended this before the email conversation of the of the topic, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that's important. I feel like people need to know I do not write emails with my penis. <laughs> <laughs> It's not that dexterous. <laughs> All right. It kind of just stands up and goes back down. Like, okay. like, a, normal, like a normal one. Oh, oh, God. Oh, God. We need to stop. We need to stop now. Okay. If you enjoyed this episode and God 
bless you if you did <laughs> um you can always contact us on twitter or instagram uh the email address is podcast not dead at gmail.com uh, we also have the website notdeadpodcast.co.uk uh come say hi to us you can see all the rest or hear the rest of our hijinks <laughs> <laughs> um any actually wait do you want a final thought on um on van life just do you yeah i got a final thought just do you like honestly i i love looking at the pictures on instagram because they're beautiful pictures and it's like it's a little it's a little romanticized and i get it and i don't like thinking of i don't like going into the nuance of the van life you know i don't oh, like yeah okay so you like the yeah. It's like a fairy tale or like a, yeah. a Marvel film. You yeah. you want to see Iron Man win. You don't want to yeah. think deeper into like, so how did he get that circuit board working? Yeah, like, yeah. You exactly, just want to yeah. see like, yeah. Yeah, like the nanotax suit in Endgame. Like I'm, I'm it, it, was, it was visually stunning, but I am not, not going to dissect that. So, you know, it just, it's, it's, they, I've seen some lovely pictures and then, you know, then people being their dogs and stuff. And, some people can only afford that lifestyle on the weekends. So they work really hard from Monday to Thursday. And then on Thursday night, they'll load up the van and head out. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or Friday, mm -hmm. Saturday, they're out doing the van life thing and they're seeing nature and getting these amazing views and crap, which is amazing, which is fine. And then Sundays, they drive back to their homes and get ready for the slog again, which is something they don't, uh, which is something we don't, don't really talk about. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think if, if that's, I mean, of course, if you would love to live in your van, I mean, go do it. Do you, for me, I would love to be able, you know, to have a hobby or a passion like that. And I do, there, there are things in my life that I do. So I ride motorcycles, which is even worse than having a van. Cause I can't sleep on my motorcycle. Believe me, I've tried. It's not, not, not funny. Um, but I can get a hammock string it between two trees and just go to bed in that i could get a a sheet and extend it from my bike to the ground and crawl in and get the heat off the motor to mm. warm me up but that's only going to last like a few hours because there's no insulation in that tarp that i've just draped over myself i think honestly it just follow your passions and you know be happy with with your life Try and, try and explore that which makes you happy. If you think van life is going to make you happy, try it, do it. You can rent one, you know, it's, it's, going, to be, it's going to be a little fun vacation thing. Now with COVID, people can't travel internationally. You know, getting a car and going on road trips is probably going to be summer of 2021. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, that's a nice, that's a nice moment to end on. Yeah, All I right. think so. All right, so Thank everyone, you everyone. Do you. Bye. Bye.